Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Day 65 of the program. Okay, this is such a great week and tweak. This is where we start to revamp the food plan and start to phase you off. So one of the things that we're doing with that is decreasing the number of times that you're eating each day. So that's why we take those afternoon snacks down to one. So I don't know if you remember, but way back when we started the program, we talked about cravings. We talked about your migrating motor complex. And that's a system that uh, comes into play after you're done eating, basically to make sure that the food and particles go where they need to go. And so this is why a lot of times you can eat and then afterwards you hear your tummy rumbling, you know, and you, you're like, you look at the person you're with and I'm like, I, I'm not even hungry. I just finished eating. That's because it's not a sign that you're hungry. It's a, It's just a sign that you're picking up on your migrating motor complex doing its job. So it's not really normal to eat six times a day, eight times a day if you're adding in bonus snacks. And this is sort of where the program in each week, if you were to dissect any one week, people would be like, how's that supposed to work? And it's really about how it all works in its entirety with the program. So the food plan itself allows your body to constantly get the nutrients that it needs. And again, go back to the original food plan video, there's a rhyme and a reason. Like for example, those vegetables after your larger lunch, which are a little bit harder to digest, which stimulate your digestive system, you know, food coming in signals, food going out. You know, you take people who are used to not eating all day. Now they have to eat rather than eating these big, large meals. It enables you to take your portions down so your body gets used to those smaller portions without feeling like you're starving and depriving, right? Because you're eating so often. Those nuts uh, in the afternoon, the protein and fat, even harder to digest than vegetables, um, it gives you that more sustaining energy. So that, that feeds into your satiety hormones, making you feel more satisfied. So as you roll into dinner, you're less likely to overeat dinner, right? And then you've eaten so much by the end of the day that by the time dinner rolls around, you're not as hungry to kind of sit down to overeating a big meal, which is what a lot of people do. So at this point, um, we're going to start phasing you off that food plan and, and moving into a space where you're super in tune with your body's needs, that voice inside your head, that, do you know what I mean? That mind body connection. So eventually your body will tell you when to eat, what to eat, also how much to eat. So with the food plan revamp this week, um, we are taking your, your, afternoon snacks down to one. You also have more flexibility in terms of your snacks. So the easiest way to do this is to take your fruit snack in the morning and combine it with a protein and fat, like some nut butter or cheese or whatnot, and then take your your two afternoon snacks and then combine them into one. So have your vegetables with your nut and seed snack. Like that's probably the easiest thing to do. However, you have a lot more flexibility. So you don't even have to have that fruit in the morning. You can have something completely different if you want. Um, you could have yogurt, right? You can have that fruit in the afternoon now so you you can switch that around and you can have fruit at multiple times throughout the day plus 
as we roll in through the spring and into sort of the warmer months, you might want to actually start adding fruit to your meals as well. Some of you might already be doing that. This is something you could do all along, but specifically as the, you know, as it gets a lot nicer out, you start to crave fresher foods as your body pulls you out of that winter hibernation mode and starts giving you a little bit more energy. It looks for foods that are actually easier to digest. So you might want to add some more fruit to that. Um, the star of the meal is switching up as well. So we're going to make protein sort of the real focus at, uh, at lunch and then we're going to switch the dinner and we're going to make your carbs more the focus at night so that that switches we're going to try to bump up the protein and fat as much as possible to really feed into uh, your satiety hormones and give you that more sustaining energy which is going to make you feel more satisfied so you want to make sure you have not only a good mix of carbs but all like your vegetables and then your fruits but you also want to start thinking most bang for your buck when it comes to that protein so a few little switches here and there and then and then in the, in the next few weeks we're going to start doing what's called um, personalizing the plan, which is getting even more in tune, where you're checking in at each meal and snack time and assessing if you're hungry, if you need to eat and which you're going to have options in terms of skipping those meals, trying to get really in tune to your body's changing needs. So some days you might be really hungry, some days not. I should also mention before I get into these questions, um, I should also mention before I get into these questions that with bumping up your protein and fat, a lot of you are going to notice that you feel a little heavier um, and more satisfied with your food. So this is where you really want to make sure you're asking yourself those four those four questions and being super in tune to those portions. Because you're, you're, going, to, you're going to notice that you're probably probably visually having the same size portions, but when you're bumping up that protein and fat, you feel so much more satisfied that you can walk away feeling a little heavy and like you overate. So make sure you're really asking those four questions and really getting in tune to what that feels like to add that sustaining energy. Uh, hi, Rosie. Really feeling energetic this morning. Sleep is all screwed up, but the good news is I got a workout, meal prep, journaling all done by 6 a.m. Yeah, I love it. Nice. You should notice you're, you're, feeling, be you're feeling better energy just with this time of year. Um, you know, so the, the sun is shining a little bit more. Now I know we have like recovered in snow this morning when I woke up <laughs> covered in snow. But at the same time, you're going to notice a natural kind of spring in your step as spring comes. And it's not just like the sun and all of that. Your body is actually wired. So in the winter time, it does keep you on a little bit of a slow-mo mode, um, a hibernation mode. That's why we kind of feel really low energy. You know, yes, vitamin D can help. But at the end of the day, there's nothing like a good spring transition. So you should notice increased energy with that as well. Hi everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Hi Joanne. Uh, hi Joanna. Down 0.4 from being up on the weekend family birthday celebrations. Happy that it's moving down. Excited for week nine. Yeah. So I, my team was, um, I was reading some of the, the, the questions my, that I used for the check-in when I was away. And noticing uh, a lot of people saying that people who are having a harder time getting that scale to move, starting to really feel, feel and see things come together. So week 9, 10, 11, 12, that's our last four weeks of the program. And so this is really where, again, I keep saying the magic happens, where you're just, you're so much more in tune to your body's needs at this point. Um, tra seasonal, transitionally, that's really working for you. Your body's going to look to lighten up for the spring, get rid of any extra fat would have felt the need to store in the winter time even though you've been losing over the winter time um your body's still open to to releasing that fat um you know and and your body's working at more optimal levels at this point your body really does want the fat gone just as much as you do i did notice on the weekend we posted um the science post about hormones 
which is a good one too. Uh, hormones important to weight loss and digestion, uh, hormones of hunger, satiety, and timing. So if you hadn't had an opportunity to check any of those science posts out, they really have a great way of kind of tying in the rhyme and the reason behind a lot of things that you're doing this program and process. And more, and more than that, give you real insight into all the, how all of these changes are really physically impacting your body and sort of bringing it really to this point where it's at. So definitely take time to, to, to absorb all the information along with everything that you're doing because it's like you're going to do this and your body's going to respond like that and you're going to really pick up on all those small little things. Hi, Barbara. If you worked, worked until 9.30 and wasn't able to eat dinner, is it better to skip dinner so it doesn't interrupt your sleep cycle? I would say yes just because... You're eating so often during the day. It still is dark quite early. As as it gets lighter and we do kind of switch over into seasons and the days get a little bit longer, you can kind of push your eating a little later. Because, um, I mean, in the summertime, it doesn't get dark to like 9 o'clock. So you, you, have, you have like more leeway in terms of when your body starts to wind you down as the days get a little bit longer. So it sort of depends on the timing. Right of like the that like how, how the, t the timing of the season like if it's still light out at nine o'clock, um, it just depends if if you've worked it depends on how hungry you are. You don't also want to go to bed tired either. Um, that can really mess with your sleep if you you know you're lying there and you're just hungry and you're like oh my goodness you know because you actually you know you've you've had a long day or whatever that is you're, you're legit hungry so you know I would kind of go by how you feel this is where ask yourself am I hungry do I need to eat do you know what I mean um, otherwise you can definitely skip it because if you're not being active you're not doing anything you're just going to bed so it, so food we're gonna talk about this I think it's next week we're gonna, we're gonna talk about how food. We're going to talk about how, how long it takes for certain foods to break down in your system. So if you're going to go to bed, for example, um, you get home 9.30, by the time you eat, it's 10 o'clock, you're going to go to bed in a half hour, an hour, right? Like, let's say you were to have some nuts. Well, nuts can take like, you know, not an hour and a half, two hours before they can kind of break down in your system. So that's not really going to give you quick energy. They're hard to digest. They're going to take a while before you get any energy from them. So do you know what I mean? It's not really serving you any purpose. Um, I mean, that will replenish your, you know, your, your stores and whatnot, um, but it's going to cause your digestive system that was winding down to have to kind of wake up again. That's what breaking the fast is, right? Breaking the fast is you kind of slept all night, you haven't been eating, you, you, you start to eat, and it, it stimulates your digestive system. So the body goes through that wind down process when it gets dark, and then if you're kind of interrupting that process, you're kind of breaking that fast without that, you know, big, long fast when you're sleeping right so it's not about the calories like if, if you're if you're trying to maintain your weight you could easily you could eat at night and it's not going to cause you to gain weight so it's not about the calories or anything like that it really is just about how it's going to mess with your sleep so um but if hunger is going to mess with your sleep more make sure you have a little something something to eat so this is why i always say maybe a little leftover of what like if you came home and your family already ate and you know there's some leftovers maybe have a little bit of veg a little bit of protein a little bit of something something maybe have some you know yogurt would be maybe a good uh, a good option Option. If you didn't have dinner prepared, a little bit of yogurt before you went to bed, just get a little something to kind of take the edge off so you're not like super starving while you go to bed. Depends on the circumstance. Depends on the day. Um, I was up 1.8 pounds yesterday, but now I know, uh, now I know what I know. <laughs> Time change affecting my sleep. I always go up right before I lose. Yeah, so time change. I'm super 
time changed messed up because I was in Vegas for the weekend. So the time difference is like like four hours, three hours, but now it's four hours since the, the time time changed. <laughs> but I'm all over the place today. If you can't tell, uh, I'm really feeling it. So it does really it does really mess with you. I mean, we do have studies that show how much that change in that hour um, can really mess with you. That definitely can be enough to have your weight up. Just kind of you know your sleep definitely being interrupted for sure. Try to just get on. Do the other things like time change is killing me, Michelle. Yeah, waking up in five instead of six. Yeah. So drink your water. You know what I mean. Try to. So here's the thing. Your body is is adaptable and it will adjust. And in being too in tune with your body's needs, right? The things that you're doing to help it feel its best are going to help your body adapt to this time change sooner rather than later. Um, so hopefully it starts um getting a little nicer and that'll make a big difference. Mr. Lives, hi Pina. Yeah, I know. It's not like me, right? Um, normally I'll go away and I'll still go lives and check-ins. This is a little different. It was a bachelorette. <laughs> So, so talk about killing me, uh, getting up. So I would have had to get up at five or six there. And um, there were times where we didn't actually get in. Vegas is weird. It's just like, it's the only place I can stay up past nine o'clock. It's insane. Any other time I can't even stay up past nine o'clock. You go to Vegas at three o'clock in the morning and I'm, woo! Uh, we had a great time. So I feel you on that time change. Uh, scale, went up, scale went down two pounds, but non-scale victories are coming strong. My clothes are fall, uh, falling off me. Safety pins for the win. So, uh, definitely, definitely with these last four weeks, right? I, I cannot stress how cool it is, how to really, you'll be able to really feel it and see it. All of your hard work kind of really getting, this is kind of that breaking point. Remember I posted that James Clear, um, it was an excerpt from his book and it was talking, it was kind of talking about that breaking point, right? That ice cube where you put an ice cube in a room and you, you, you put the, the you know, you, um, you, you increase the temperature of the room by like, you know, um, as you go and it, you, you're, you're seeing the ice cube and it's, you're heating the room and it's not melting and you're heating the room. It's not melting. You're turning the temp up. It's not melting. And then all of a sudden there's a threshold and a breaking point where you, this ice cube starts to melt. And it's not that all of that work that you did in, you know, the turning up the, the temperature didn't obviously add up. It did, but it got to a certain breaking point. And this is sort of where we are in the program. This is why a lot of you who didn't see a lot of movement leading up to this point are really starting to see that scale move, really noticing your body change. It's just the threshold. One of the reasons why the program is 12 weeks long is because it takes at least 12 weeks um, for the body to make actual real foundational change. You know, like you can you can lose a good chunk of weight in the beginning for sure, but that's you want to solidify that weight at the end of the day. And so that three months, there's something, that, there's a rhyme and a reason behind how long it, it takes for the body to make change, to adapt to change, to adapt to new habits and whatnot. And so I just want to remind everyone, because I know we do feel that time crunch, that the, the four weeks at the beginning where you come in and everyone's so excited and they kind of expect everything just to happen. Because in, in a lot of times in other diets, those first four weeks are where you see that scale move and then it gets harder as you go. With this one, it really is the opposite. So you, that, that same four weeks, I just want to remind everyone, is is the same amount of time. And so the, the how I like to go through the last four weeks of the program is to finish just stronger than when you start. Everyone comes in, they're super excited. But then you should be really super excited that you're actually here at this point and you've made it this far because you've actually made a real change in the body. Especially a lot of you who've been used to dieting for years and years and your metabolisms are just like, you know, just tanked. 
Do you know, it's, it, it's, it's not easy to increase your metabolism and have your body work at such optimal levels. I mean, this is a big thing that's happening in the diet industry right now, why we're perceiving that diets don't work, because how much less can you eat, how much more can you exercise? People's metabolisms are, are barely functioning, they, they, they go at a slower rate, and they feel more inclined to store that fat, and that's where that set point comes in, right? That's where that set point comes in. But that's these last four weeks, like this is really where you want to kind of hunker down and like, you know, set those intentions, those end of day reflections. I know you might be tired of this, but you're not your body's not tired of you paying attention to it. Your body's not tired of making change. Your body's not tired of feeling healthier. Your body's not because you, you notice you're feeling better and better and better. You're probably just tired mentally of showing up every day and having to prioritize yourself and think this much about yourself for this long at this point. Because a lot of people, they prioritize everything and everyone above their own needs. So they end up going all day long without eating. You made their last on the list. You know, especially a lot of moms are notorious for this. You know, you have kids, next thing you know, you, you pack and snacks for your kids and then you, you go all day and you don't even eat. So it can feel really selfish, especially in such a fast paced, high stress world where we're go, 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 go to be spending so much time on ourselves. But at the end of the day, that's probably what you're tired of. You know, because what are the what's the other option? Is just kind of ignore your body cue, body's cues, eat crappy food that doesn't make you feel good. Do you know what I mean? So everything that you're doing is, although it's super healthy for you, it can feel a little exhausting. But this is exactly where you kind of want to change your perspective on it. Like maybe it's maybe it's kind of like it's work and you're getting the job done. Start to really focus on all your non-scale victories and the things that you're like how you're feeling, the things that you're accomplishing, and actually start being really proud of all the things that you've done, it kind of really just switches the energy and makes it go from work to this thing that you're excited about that you've done and you kind of really want to keep going. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel, I feel freaking amazing today. I'm going to build on this. So you're going to lose the weight at this point because the body doesn't want the fat. And this goes back to our very first Science already post where we talked about how unhealthy it is for your body to, to carry this excess fat. Just having excess fat causes inflammation in the body. So your body wants the fat gone just as much as you do. So you just got to keep doing what you're doing and your body's going to release that fat. That's just where you're at at this point. So you don't even have to make it about weight loss anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're, if you're showing up, you're making it about weight loss. And of course you want to lose the weight. And it's all about losing the weight and you're going to lose the weight. But a lot of times if you change the energy on that and you make it about feeling really good, do you know what I mean? And you focus on those things and all those non-scale victories and prioritizing yourself and, and, you know, just kind of focusing on that rather than what's happening on this scale. That can be a great motivator to kind of really kind of pick up your pace at the end and seeing like how far you can go with this. How healthy can you be? Do you know what I mean? How in tune can you be? You know, how good can you feel at this point and sort of focus on those things? Then you're more likely to continue to do those things. And this is where the habit comes in. The habit of, of showing up for yourself every day, the habit of being in tune with yourself beyond just asking those four questions, right? Um, so kind of, kind of framing that uh, is, is good energy. Hi, Lori. Good morning. I enjoy eating all the snacks and splitting them up. I feel a little more confident. Uh, I feel a little more content grazing uh, like this. Is it okay to carry on this way? Um, I wouldn't, to be honest. It, you, I wouldn't. I, I, I wouldn't because there's a rhyme and a reason to everything that we're doing. 
And so we are decreasing the number of snacks because you want your migrating motor complex to kick in and you just simply don't need it. You, your foods take a certain amount of time in order to break down. You know, your body needs to change each day. We, we're, we're still not at a phase where we're eating in tune to your body's needs. You're, you're trying to control the process or this fits into my lifestyle or whatever. And so when, and it's hard to kind of speak on this without having to go through the whole program, but you really want to eat in tune to your body's needs because you're otherwise you're gonna lose your weight and end up doing weird shit for the rest of your life it's it's not normal to follow such a structured way of eating you really just should wake up you know and be like am I hungry do I need to eat could I eat should I eat like you know I'm not really hungry I'm gonna skip this meal and then you know check in with yourself later on you know I'm I'm hungry do I need to eat should I I probably should eat because I didn't have breakfast this morning you know and I'm feeling like I could probably eat something you know so this is where it's just beyond this is so much more just so much bigger than just losing your weight and and it's being in tune to your body so you don't have to do weird shit for the rest of your life and you your body tells you when to eat what to eat how much to eat and it's not normal to eat you know so often it's not you're like even your larger breakfast lunch and dinner meals they were those were created out of being social sitting down being social like if you think about it why would your body need to eat more food specifically at any other time throughout the day. It doesn't. In fact, we know you, you, you just because you eat more food doesn't give you more energy from it. This is where when you overeat, eat more that you need, your body just breaks it down and stores it because like, I don't know what the fuck to do with all this. I don't need it. So you can't like eat more food and have your body take more of that energy and have it last you longer. It's actually not how the body works, but it takes what it needs at that time. And when you do overeat, it just ends up storing it. So you, you want to really follow the program as designed. I mean, I think at this point there I mean if you haven't noticed there's a rhyme and a reason to everything and 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 weight loss concern if, if there was a better faster more efficient way for you to lose weight I, I'd be letting you know this really is the quickest way and this is really really you really want to indulge in the tweaks because you think that you like like it's, it's like the, the original food plan people are like oh I like eating this way can I eat this way and then we switch it up oh I like eating this way can I eat this way and then we switch it up oh I like eating this way can we eat this way the way you want to eat is in tune to your body so if you just keep following a food plan for the rest of your life, you're never going to get there. And and it's going to make your maintenance a lot harder. That's the whole thing. Like you not only want to lose your weight, you actually want to also maintain your weight. And so getting in tune with your body's needs and knowing what your body's needs is a big part of that rather than what's convenient for you or, you know, I'm a little bit more content grazing. So why are you more content grazing? Because your body's not wired to graze. That's why it has a migrating motor complex that kicks in every 90 minutes. So is it because what you know what I mean this is where you have to say why am I content grazing like it's it, you may just be like yes maybe it's better than starving or depriving after diets that you've done but that's not what it should be about like you just being more content about eating in a structured way it really should be about more in tune to what you need to eat and when so I would I would suggest continuing to follow the program as designed it's really it's really super cool it's really awesome the place that you get to and again our focus isn't just losing weight it's maintaining your weight in the end it's so much bigger I was doing a lot of reading there's a great magazine um, was it Time magazine that I picked up 
at the airport and it was talking about where we're just just the that just really the obesity epidemic why right? by you know by in the next 15 years 50% of the population will be obese um which is pretty which is pretty insane and it was talking about how diets don't work because of the damage that it does to people's metabolisms in gaining it back because it doesn't actually teach them anything you're just starving depriving your body's actually wired to store that fat back which is your set point which is where your body's used to so when you lose it so quickly and I was just thinking how people are just so resistant to putting the time in that it really, everyone wants a quick fix, but then they've been doing a quick fix for 20 years and just, it doesn't work. And people are really resistant to, I think not just putting in the time that they need to lose the weight, but understanding the time that their body needs to lose weight under, and getting to be in tune to their bodies and recognizes it's so much more than just losing the weight. It's how you go about do it, dieting, doing it. And um, one of the things we're talking about is all these new drugs, like the, obviously this is huge, I talked about Weight Watchers the other day, um, buying into um, a drug company. Basically, they're just going to skew their whole program to go along with people taking Ozempic. And there's a couple other, uh, opera, Wagyu or something like that. I can't remember the names. Um, but there, there's one that's been uh, recent, recently in Canada approved for weight loss. And then Ozempic is sort of coming. And then everyone's in a race now to do these weight loss dr drugs. A couple things about that I thought was really interesting. It sort of went, it go back, went back to the history of different kinds of drugs. There was a weight loss drug that hit the market in, I think, the 30s or something like that that caused people to go blind you know remember there was a fedra if there was a fedra and then that gave people heart attacks so that now they had to ban that and all of that and not only are these these drugs not you know there's no there's no long-term studies on them but they're expensive they cost about 900 to 1300 dollars a month 900 to 1300 dollars a month um, and these these are drugs you have to take for the rest of your life which you know one of them is showing right now you for a maximum of two years but you need to take them for the rest of your life which causes all sorts of other problems but the most important thing is they are that you don't sustain your weight the minute you go off them you gain your weight even faster than you back even faster than you do from typical diets and more Right, so that that part hasn't changed. So then you take a pill to help you lose the weight. It suppresses your appetite. It tanks your metabolism. The minute you get off that pill, not to mention nine hundred to a thousand plus a month. That's pretty expensive. My goodness, um, you get off that pill, you gain that weight back. You know why? Do you know why a lot of times when you do that? Well, one, because your set point. But two, you haven't changed anything. You haven't you haven't changed anything. You haven't you're not in tune to your body's needs. You just completely suppress your appetite. You do you know what I mean? You've you've done nothing to to change your habits, the way you think, the way you feel, how you use food, your relationship with food, your relationship with self, your coping mechanisms. You you've done nothing in order to get in tune with that. You know, and this is why it just it's so much bigger than like I would love. Wouldn't we all just love to lose our weight real quickly like that? But the reality is it's just, it's not sustainable. And we know this because statistics and studies tell us that it's not. And this is why obesity rates are climbing, climbing, climbing. And so this is why this is such an important holistic kind of way we look at the holistic, I mean, from the whole way. It's because it's really about maintenance. That's what it's really about. It's about making actual change, changes with your habits, changes with your body physically, changes mentally, to, to really get to a place where you, it's, it's, I want you to be in a room surrounded by your favorite food and not even bat an eyelash unless you actually want it in which you're going to be like, that looks yummy. 
I'm going to have it. Maybe you pick up a donut because you love a donut. You're going to eat it. But maybe you only get two bites in because you're just, you're done. You're satisfied. You put the donut down and like, oh, that was good. And that's it. You want that content? You want to talk about content? That is the kind of contentment that I'm talking about. To just be so super calm around food, so super calm around your food choices, so in tune to your body's needs. You know, or getting to a point where you have a thing and you're just like, yeah, I had it. No big deal. That was yummy hashtag worth it content to a point where that space in your brain should I have it should I not have it why do I have it oh my god I need to lose weight I doubt it. that is gone and so that's the kind of contentment that we're looking for right just like big picture kind of contentment when it comes to to maintaining your weight many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, Claire. Good morning. I've been missing popping into the group and commenting because I'm following 14 days behind in the app. Uh, this is my second group. I lost 20 pounds last time. One pound during uh, personalized and planning in between groups. Nice. Haven't lost anything this time around, but I've traveled twice and had major surgery. Dealt with an infection. Now I'm planning on another surgery. My goodness. I'm just grateful to be hovering around my lowest low. It's a real head game this time. I know how much my body wants to eat, but my brain is rebelling because it wants more of that yummy stuff. In the past, I wasn't happy looking in the mirror without clothes on, but now it's hard looking in the mirror because of my looser skin. 20 pounds down on a 65-year-old body is a lot. Skin just isn't as elastic as it used to be. I'm really hoping that this plateau will help my skin recover, but I'm not sure. With all that said, I still love it. My husband is following along at this time and doing great. It feels fantastic. I do love mirrors, though, when I'm dressed, at least. <laughs> I love this. Um, first of all, I, I love that you're still showing up for yourself. Obviously, this is bigger than weight loss for you. It sounds like with all the health issues you're having, everything that you're going through. It does take a while when the body is dealing with other things. I have been dealing with this stomach thing that I've had for months, probably since October. And, you know, it's affected my weight a little bit up. It's my stomach is just off. I feel really bloated all the time, constantly on my supplements. Definitely the things that I'm doing are, are making a big difference. But man, it is taking a while for sure, a lot longer than I'd like. So that can be really frustrating. But I love that I love that you're showing up. The skin thing, we're going to have Dr. Rice. He's going to come back on. Um, you know, you know, things like dry. So with your skin, a couple things. Your skin is always regenerating and rejuvenating and repairing and rebuilding to the point when I say you cut your hand, right? If you cut your hand, 
it's going to heal. You're not going to sit there and be like, oh my goodness, is my hand going to heal? Like we're sitting there with our skin. Oh my goodness, is my skin going to, do you know what I mean? Is this going to get better? So it's going to. It definitely takes a lot longer. I'm talking about a lot of surface area. And this is where you're right. Putting your time into your plateau allows your body time to kind of regenerate. Your skin's always regenerating around your new frame. The problem with weight loss, when people lose too much or too quickly in certain areas that come with deprivation diets, your, your skin doesn't have the time to regenerate and it's really difficult for your skin to do that and when this process because you are losing in layers right it's a much healthier for your skin so about three months it is usually kind of like enough time where your body starts to solidify so you know three three month point this is where once you're done losing your weight people will be like oh my goodness you look like you've lost so much more weight and you haven't it's just your 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 body's had time to settle in your weight it's making your new weight your new norm it's adjusting everything around your new new weight and this is your skin as well. But there are things that you can do. Um, dry brushing is big one. Like, is helping to brush off those old uh, skin cells. There are some creams out there that obviously keeping your skin high, like uh, properly hydrated using natural oils and creams can make, definitely make a difference. We are going to have a very. I don't know if you. I don't know if you. If you. If you had an opportunity to watch the segment, it's available on YouTube. The last group that we did with Dr. Rice, and so we we're very honest. We talk about everything from skin surgery to to lasers, to creams, to, to, you know, what, what works, what doesn't work, what are different options available out there for you. But I think that the, the biggest thing is time. And I've, I've even seen this myself, um, we're just the right amount of time. And you know, you could get into doing some, some, maybe some toning exercises that can definitely help with making your body look a little bit more toned, which can definitely help with this, with the skin area as well. Um, you know, definitely being hydrated, drinking enough water can make, make a big difference, but definitely check out the conversation. I don't know when he's coming. It's gotta be soon. Let me see. Um, what do we do? Special guest, guest, spill the tea. No, spill the tea, guest. So I think he's coming in week 11, Dr. Rice, poster week 11, he's coming on. So come back uh, on day, what day is it? I can't see with my glasses. Day 70, no, day 80, he's coming on. So he's going to come and join us. But if you want to go on YouTube and or go, I think it's on our podcast. If you go on our podcast and just um, search Dr. Rice, he'll come up. But he's got some great stuff in there for you. Uh, great stuff, great stuff. Was away on a cruise for nine days. I did gain ankles were swollen, but we're down five to seven pounds gain this morning. Legs not swollen, feeling great on program. Yeah, so it's just not, so at this point, what's really super cool about, also about getting to this point in the program is that the time that you've put into this, like your body doesn't him and haw right? Your body doesn't like hold grudges. It's not like, it's not trying to make you fat. Like a lot of people feel like they are. You definitely have that set point, but you've been, you've been lowering the dial in all the right ways and giving your body time to adjust to your new weights. So the way that you're losing and the way your body is functioning at this point, it doesn't feel the need to store fat. You've just been consistently giving what it needs. So you'd have to really try at this point to actually gain real weight. It's like you get a clean slate. That's what this program and process does. Um, so when you go away, on vacations, your body's just retaining water, especially if you're around like salty water, sea air kind of thing. Your body's retaining that flying is super dehydrating. Um, I went on a helicopter ride to the Grand Canyon and it just even the altitude of being on a helicopter was so dehydrating. It was pretty interesting actually. And that's where you'll notice like your ankles, you know, kind of swell. Your face will be all like, you'll, you'll, you'll kind of, you'll, you'll notice it. Um, that in combination with just, you know, different kinds of foods and whatnot. But usually when your weight goes up like that after a vacation, it'll come down real quick when you get back to following the, the food plan itself. So uh, back on track, uh, back on track is something that we're introducing, I think week, week 10. 
as we, yeah, introducing back on track. So back on track refers to the original food plan. And because it's so ingrained in your body, we're actually going to implement a technique that whenever you do go away, even after you're done losing your weight, you're going to have like a, a technique that you can implement for as many days as you need until, to really help your weight come back down. Really not help your weight come back down, but help your body actually recover from any indulgences, which is super cool. So, so yeah, so this is why I don't stress about those vacays. Vacations are so great for your stress level. Uh, very near to my second weight goal. Hi, Andrea. I can't believe that my body is dropping weight this week because I've been under an incredible amount of emotional stress I've tried really hard to keep looking after my body and it's paying off yeah so you stress stress what happens is that is stress can actually be a catalyst right like so you can either get hammered under the weight of your stress or you can help your body manage the stress and your body in, in kind of that in managing stress will your body will rise to the occasion it wants you to thrive it wants you to survive it wants you to live a long happy healthy life so whenever there's stress if you give your body the resources it needs and help your body manage that stress it will actually use that as an opportunity to boost your metabolism to give you more energy to make you stronger to make you more efficient it's like you just she needs to stay alive she needs to be as healthy as possible so it puts all of its resources into really helping you thrive when you are under that stress right so this is where it keeps showing up even when you're stressed it's really when like you know it's really when life is stressed and shit's hitting the fan and things are crazy that's when you really got to show up for yourself at the end of the day but that's where you can really utilize stress to your advantage by continuing to show up for yourself. So, so I'm happy to hear that. I'm not happy that you're under a lot of stress, but I'm happy to hear that. You know, it sounds like you've you've got the right the right mix going on instead of the, being able to manage that stress, which can make a big difference. Also, the time of year, the time of year, the time of year. Uh, really helps with that. Hi Lisa, I was reflecting this morning about how I'm not afraid of the hunger feeling anymore and now it's just more of a curious passing thought. I love this so much, it's so huge. Another reason why you, you you know, maybe back to the grazing, not to dwell on the grazing, is to kind of keeps your appetite sort of at bay. And this is where you might notice that you're not hungry. But you you want to get to a point. So hunger isn't an immediate need for food. Hunger, when your 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 glycogen levels drop and your body's like, hey, you might need to, you want to think about eating now. You might want to think about eating because based on their energy levels, it's like when your engine, it's like when the gas light goes off in your car, right? It doesn't just stop. The gas light in your car goes off to let you know, hey, you got like 50 kilometers or whatever before you need to get gas. You got to start, hey, you got to start thinking about getting gas or you're going to run out of gas. Your, your body, funny enough, and I hate using that sort of gas analogy, get, put gas in your gas tank. But in this case, it, it really works in the sense that your, your hunger level is your body saying, hey, you might, based on where we're at, you might want to think about getting something to eat. Knowing it's going to take you time to find food. That's the thing, right? Like we're, our body's still functioning on this prim primitive level in a sense that it's not assuming that you got food in your house five seconds away right you got to find you got to find yourself some food you got to start thinking about food and then you got to prepare the food that's going to take a while then you got to eat the food some foods that we eat take hours to break down right, into usable energy in the hours so so when your body is letting you know that it's hungry you want to start thinking about eating it knows and it has to take into account finding the food preparing the food processing and digesting the food so it's not a it's not an emergency situation right and so with hunger is your body's just there to let you know hey you might may want to start thinking about eating this is why you want to get very comfortable with it because that that sort of this is where as we phase you off into personalizing the plan which is very 
when I say that, keep in mind, it's very much still on plan. You're doing, you're following the guidelines. You're doing all of the things. It's just that you're making a little bit more personal to your body's changing needs each day. Some of you may continue to eat the way that you're eating because that may be sort of kind of what just instinctually works for your body. But then you have to be open and tuned to days maybe where you're not as hungry and you don't you don't need that kind of need that kind of structure, right? But again, this is part of that being calm. Is this being so in tune with your body it tells you when to eat, what to eat, and also how much to eat. That's where we want to go. That's where we want to go. We don't want to be, you know what I mean? Rather than kind of kind of being freaked out. So the, a lot of people are nervous about hungry hunger when hunger is just there to help you communicate. Uh, this time change has hit me hard. So freaking tired. I see the scale pass through three numbers before it stops. Uh, touch up slightly above the long plateau I'm on. Yeah. So the, the, the change in seasons is hard, but your body is going to adjust. And as soon as we get some, you know, the temperature starts to rise, you're going to be feeling really amazing because you're going to notice your body adjust to that, right? Again, time change, right? We go by time change when we should just be waking up and, and, uh, maybe adjust your sleep. This is a lot of times we don't think about this. We're so in routine. We go to the bed at the same time each day. And so this is where you might start notice you wake up a lot earlier, like you're bouncing out of bed with really great energy in the morning and you can't even sleep to your alarm clock, which is a bugger when you're trying to sleep in the weekend. But maybe try to rejig your sleep a little bit. Go to bed a little bit earlier, go to bed a little bit later. Do you know what I mean? We get stuck on eating dinner at the same time all year round. We get stuck on going to bed at the same time all year round when really it is meant to sort of adapt to the seasons, right? It gets dark a lot early in the winter time. Our body shuts us down. We're more on slow-mo mode. You know, you may be more inclined to go to bed a little bit earlier whereas obviously in the in the summer it's a lot lighter a lot later out do you know what I mean you're going to bed a lot later that's not just like you know because it's summertime and we want to party it's because you're awake longer during the day because you've got so much more daylight so adjusting your sleep might be and use this as a great opportunity to do that hi Nikki I turned 52 this week I had hoped to be down 52 pounds by that day don't think it will happen but I'm definitely going to be down 50 yay making a conscious decision to not eat the cake I won't feel deprived but I'm working too hard you know and this is the thing you, you know that's that's the thing I said we have one rule around here if you get you got to eat the cake on on your birthday unless you don't actually want it you don't have to eat cake on your birthday if you don't feel like eating a bunch of sugary cake on your birthday you know maybe do something else you know what I mean I, I love a good like uh, angel food cake just with a little bit of yogurt on there and some raspberries is one of my favorite I find with cake it's always like the icing and all that traditional cake is just too sweet it's just not appealing to me whatsoever but you know, it's your birthday and this is the thing is, but being so in tune to your body's needs that even on your birthday, you're not interested in eating the cake. Now, if you want to have the cake, you don't have to have just a whole big, huge slice. You can just have a few bites of your cake. If you want to have your cake, do you know what I mean? You can have your cake and eat it too, if you want. But I also love that you don't have to eat, like let's normalize not eating the cake. If you don't want to eat the cake, do you know what I mean? There's all sorts of ways to celebrate at the end of the day. If you want to eat the cake, don't eat the damn cake. 50 pounds down, amazing. Hi Kimberly, 20 pounds down as today. First round's amazing. Second round, I, I was, was I even here? <laughs> I gained all back because excuses in life. I shit the bed, new headspace now. Yeah, you know, this is, this shit is 
hard. It's hard. I mean, you follow the structure of what you need to do, right? It's inconvenient timing-wise. It's hard because you have to prioritize yourself. It's hard because life gets in the way, and we use food for so many things, like coping. When, you know, when we're bored, when we're stressed, when we're emotional, you know what I mean? Life is just so stressful. Like, it, it really is above and beyond just, you know, it's, it's so stressful. Managing your stress is like a full-time job. And this is why, you know, there's a couple of reasons why people gain weight back. Not putting time into solidifying your weight. So this is a really important part of where we're going to be headed with personalizing the plan. Making sure you put the time into maintaining your weight at the end. After you've lost your weight, you all, it's almost like you have to go on a big, long plateau at your new low where you want to be and allow your body time to solidify the weight that you have lost. That's really important. Also more importantly than that is adapting to any situational change. Like you lost your weight and then you, you, you were at home and then you got a new job and your whole new routine is off or it's, life is very stressful or something hits you that you're dealing with. And this is where you stop prioritizing yourself. You know what I mean? You start being in tune to yourself. You stop giving your body what it needs and then that's kind of the causes that opposite reaction. But really most importantly is, is, is not just putting that time into maintenance to allow your body to adjust. Your body needs to adjust to your new weight to make your new weight your new norm, to make your new weight your new set point. We're going to talk about maintenance at the end. We're not there, done yet. I refuse to talk about it yet because we're not there yet. We need to get there. But situational change is no joke. This is why you got to be in tune with your body because life is going to continue to happen to you. Right, you're going to encounter health issues, you're going to encounter emotional times in your life, stressful times of your life. This way it's so much bigger than just losing the weight. Physically, it's also mentally being in that place. Do you know what I mean? So I, I love that you're here, I love that you're showing up. This has happened, this has happened, this has happened, um, this, I'm just reading Sue, I got, sorry, I got sidetracked. I heard back from my doctor, my blood sugars were higher than ever. Anyone else experiencing that, they want to start me on meds, I'm a bit shocked. So, I mean, here's the thing, Sue, I don't know your history or where you're at, right? So your your blood sugars, you know, you could have had an issue, here's here's life. You could have had an issue that was happening before, I don't know when you got your blood sugars levels happen, and then you did this program, and maybe your blood sugars are better than they were before when you didn't get them checked, do you know what I mean? Um, I, I wouldn't come into the group and ask other people, because this really shouldn't be your baseline for what's happening in your own health and wellness. Really investigate, I know your blood sugars can be a little different, depending on what time of day you got your blood sugars tested. So perhaps get a second opinion, perhaps go get your blood sugars tested at a different time. Do you know what I mean? But honestly, medication as well, like, you know, don't, don't be afraid to take medication that you might need right now, because you're also with this program, you hear so many people getting off their medication, decreasing their medication. This could just be where you're at in your journey. So you could have had this issue kind of happening before, right? You've come in here, you've made a big difference with it, but you've gotten tested, the showing is high. If you need to take medication, medication that's going to help you manage that. At the same time, you can also work to helping your body be as healthy as possible and manage your sugars in a natural, healthy way as well, right? So, if, <coughs> sorry, I'm going to drink. So that's a lot of times what medications are for, sort of to help in the interim because your body is not doing the job that it needs to do. It doesn't mean that eventually it can't do the job. We hear a lot of people, you know, pre-diabetic range, and are nervous about that, taking metformin, whatnot, and then they give their body time to, you know, work on itself, give the resource it needs, and all of a sudden they're getting off that medication, right? So, so I would just go for maybe my suggestion for you would be to go and take the program to your doctor, let them know what you're eating and what you're doing. A lot of doctors are really jaded about what people are doing because of the diets that are out there and also quite frankly because less than 1% of people who go see their doctor walk away and actually make change. 
less than 1%. So this means you have a doctor who says, you know, your blood sugars are high, this is going on, this is what's going on, you've got cholesterol levels, you've got high blood pressure, you've got this, these are the things you need to do. You need to go exercise and eat healthier. Less than 1% of people put time and energy into a process like this. A lot of people don't know how to do a process like this. This is why beyond weight loss, um, this is why I love about Ruth Kane and her team at the University of Ottawa studying the program, is that beyond just weight loss, um, we're looking eventually this of uh, this program to just really help people get healthy. Do you know what I mean? This is the the program is re really really originally designed as a lifestyle program to get people to to feel their best, look and feel their best. And weight loss really was a side effect of their body being as healthy as possible and in tune to their body's needs. So this is like kind of a get healthy 101. But a lot of people don't know how to do that. And this is a very structured way that builds and builds and builds and reduces the amount of stress, especially when it comes to, to weight loss. Um, but you know this. So 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 don't be afraid. Like I said, to take the medication that you need, go to your doctor, talk, talk with them about what you're doing, because they may assume that you're, people say they're they're eating healthy and they're doing this and that, and they're really not, right? So your doctor just may not be aware, really, of really what you're doing. So I would go have a conversation. If you really tell him the time, and I don't know, I don't, I'm just guessing and throwing things out, the time that you've actually put into this process, what you're doing, and the time that you're willing to continue to put in this process, your doctor might say, hey, you know what, well then let's give it another couple months and sort of see where you're at depending on your circumstance. So a lot of times we just don't have the conversations with our doctors or, you know, we're trying to tell them what we do or we don't, you know, we don't really say how we're doing, I'm eating healthier, do you know what I mean? And then they don't really understand. So maybe go to your doctor and have a bit of a conversation. Um, where are we? I should probably get going. I'm just pissed off that I allowed that to happen. Oh yeah, I ate for the sake of eating and had nothing to do with hunger, but I've learned now so I can't change the past. Oh, yeah, you know, Lori, here's the thing. So why did you allow that to happen? That's where we got to go, right? Like don't don't get mad at yourself. Don't get mad at yourself because this this happens so often. Because it's it's about our it's about our habits, our issues and associations and our habits. It's not see dieting dieting used to be about willpower, right? It was all about willpower. Like what what is that? Will willpower, moderation, control? Like that's not it. Those words have no kind of business. So so what you want to learn here, and this is what I love about being in tune to this program. It doesn't just put you in tune with what to eat, what not to eat, or anything, or you know any of those things. It puts you in tune with everything across the board, choices that you're making in your life. So you, in, in connecting to yourself and being, in, in being more in tune to yourself, you, you have an opportunity to, to learn, right? And this is what your intuition, your, that voice is. I, I, I couldn't sleep last night. I kept thinking about um, the voice inside you, the you in you. I guess off this conversation that we had when, um, was it Charmaine and Deborah were talking about um, the voice, the, they, they, they gave their inner voice, Bev, they gave their inner voice a, a name. And I, I was just thinking about this, and it's just, this is that voice in there is to help you understand what you're working through, to help you with what you're dealing with. So if you feel pissed off, why is it? Is it that you continue to prioritize everyone in your life so you didn't take the time for yourself? Is it because you don't feel worthy so you just, what? like do you, know, do you know what I'm saying? I don't know what it is, but this is sort of where it's not in the food and the water and the supplements and doing what you need to do. You you, you got that, you did that, that's it's, that's not it. That's not where this, this success is gonna lie for you. I mean, yes, you have to show up and do the things that you need to do, but it's bigger than that. 
it, it's bigger than that. So if you're pissed off, ask yourself why. Now you may not have an answer right away, but very rarely do we take the time to just ask ourselves, why am I pissed off and actually think about it and be open to receiving a message of it. Why, why am I pissed off that I did this? You know, so beyond like I'm, I'm back and I'm going to get it done and raw, raw, suspoon, bond, and which I love. Yes, you're here. Be proud of the fact that you haven't given up on yourself in here. But you still, that, that issue is still there. And you might do that a couple more times until you get the message. So you might as well be like, well, what's the fucking message for me now? Let me figure this out now before I have to keep repeating that cycle. Because what, you know, you're going to repeat that cycle again. Chances are, maybe not right away, but down the road. Because if you haven't learned why you did it, what you do know is that the choices that you made, they're not working for you. They're not sitting well with you. You're not happy with those choices. So this is where you've got to recognize that and bring it to light. So that gives you half a chance at not doing it again. I'm recognizing that this behavior is not serving me. It doesn't work for me. It may have in the past. Do you know what I mean? That may have been a coping mechanism for you to make those choices, whatever that might have been in the past. But what you recognize now, you're, that no longer serves you. That, that, that doesn't work for you anymore. So this is where you have to kind of take time and sit with those feels and be like, you know, why am I upset? Why, why, you know, why did I do that? Why did I do that? Why am I upset about it? What can I learn from it? And then you're going to have that aha moment of like, oh, I do that to myself because maybe I feel like I'm not worthy of having good things. Do you know what I mean? So I just, I ruin things for myself before, just as I start to feel really good and really proud of myself, I ruin things for myself because maybe you had a past relationship with someone who ruined things for you. Do you know what I mean? Where maybe you don't feel like you have any control in your life. So the minute you start to have control in your life, it's very foreign for you. So you kind of, do you know what I mean? You go revert back to, to doing things that, you know, set you back. You know, sometimes I get, sometimes people, it's like in the, in the chase too. Like a, a lot of, a lot of you have been dieting for a really long time. You work really hard to lose the weight, you gain it back. And then when you lose it again, maybe you're kind of getting off that. I, I knew someone once who, who was such a smart person and really successful at business, but then they would go, they'd make a shit ton of money and then they would just blow it. And then it's like they, they got off on trying to have to make that money back again. And then they would blow it. And it was so craziness because I was like, man, why, I don't understand why you do this. It's like, I, and I said to him, you just like, you get off on get making the money back. He's like, oh, I love it. I love getting it. I said, but like, do you also love being broke and stressing and not having any money when you don't have the money? Like, he's so focused on that feeling of like achieving that goal of like getting it back, getting it back, getting it back. You know, and, and dieting can be the same. You know, you, you lose your weight, you gain it all back, and you did it again, right? But you, you're not acquiring the skills. And you're not giving the body the time physically or mentally to get to a place where you're sustaining it. And that's where we want to go with this process. So that's why all that, that, that is so worth working on at the end of the day. I got to go. I got to go. I'm way past my time. It's so good to be back. Man, whenever I'm away from the group, it always feels like um, this is my happy place. You know, my routine. This is sort of my, my everyday routine and doing the things I need to do. So it feels really weird when I'm not doing them. Great to be back. I hope that you're really excited about this week. It's such a great place to be in the program. It's such a great tweak. Really ask those four questions. Pay attention to how and uh, just bumping up the protein and fat a little bit more to feed into your satiety hormones is going to make you feel a little bit more satisfied. Pay attention. I know you guys are asking the time frame. It's still th three, 30 minutes to three and a half hours. 
I wouldn't push it past four, honestly. So, so be, be in tune with that. Be, be in tune to how your body's adapting to the change in eating. Like you may, may be a little nervous, but being one down to afternoon snack, but so you may feel hungry. Okay. Pay attention to that, right? You really want to pay attention to the changes that you're making this week and how they're affecting you. When you're, when you're prioritizing protein now for lunch and, and carbs for dinner, pay attention to that. Pay attention to the, be open, embrace the changes and pay attention because what we're trying to learn, you are trying to figure out what's going to work best for you. This is where when we start to personalize the program, it's all about being even more in tune to your body's needs, what your body needs and how it's changing day to day to day to day and getting really in tune with that to really be able to capitalize on this fat loss process. Right, this is really we're kicking it up a notch and take it to the next level and to the next level. So be the best thing you can do is be aware and be open to how your body's adapting to the changes that you're making this week. That's what I suggest. Um, I'm looking forward to, to our spill the tea conversation later this afternoon. So I hope you can join us then. If not, um, remember that we do post all the live segments and the guides, also as our podcast as well. Have an amazing day, everyone. I'll check in later. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.